Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. Um, and um, today, because our wonderful friend Alice Kinsella um, suggested... Uh, Quite some time ago. Some time ago. And we're really sorry we took this long to do it, but because it's on Netflix now, yeah. <laughs> we are going to um, talk about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yes. Well, it's all one. It's not like... That's the title yeah, of the film. yeah. So, <laughs> what a film. Um, well, uh, I mean, are you, we have discussed Jane Austen before with Love and Friendship. And um, like I've read a fair amount of Jane Austen. Have you? You've, I have, fan. yeah. Have yeah. you read Pride and Prejudice? Yeah. All right. I have. So are you very familiar with it? Yeah, well, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I've read it two years ago. But like I know, I know it. Okay, it's a lot more than that for me, obviously. Well, I did in school. But I've read oh, it. Yeah, I've, read, yeah. I've read it several times since because I loved it. I really loved the book. Yeah, I like it. Like it, I like the book and I like the stories or whatever. It's just, and I love Jane Austen. But now after watching this, watching this, this film, this film, um, and I've seen Sense and Sensibility and all of that, I was kind of like, oh, I've seen this stuff already, and kind of like they're just adding the zombies. But like I, I was yeah. really entertained and I loved it, but I was still like. Um, every time I was like, oh, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly not what they say. No, but I kept trying to imitate what they said. Yeah, and failing. Very much so. Well, I would say I'd agree with you in that there's just there's so many versions of it. Yeah. And so many versions. Like, there was one in 1940, A Pride and Prejudice, yeah. with Lawrence Olivier and Greer Carson, which I saw... Um, I was going to say at the time, but at the time I was doing it in school because I persuaded one of our teachers to bring us to see it in the cinema. They showed it in the screen for people in school because it was in schools and the rest of my class were very grateful. Not. Yeah, I had that situation, <laughs> the same situation with um, Midsummer's Night Dream. OK, you persuaded the teacher to bring the class to no, it? No, for everyone to read it. You persuaded <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. Like this is we were obliged to read it for school. It was on our intercert at the time. And therefore I was helping like bring us the film. But you got the teacher to get everyone to read A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. And then we had uh, exams on it. Did you ask for that as well? No. It's <laughs> just say, are you Monica Geller? Yeah. It's just because <laughs> we were. See, I was, I think, one of the only people who liked literature classes. <laughs> and we were. Um, she was. It was a guy, actually who I didn't really like that much, um, I came to hate, like most of my teachers. Okay. Um, Common denominator here. Yeah. The one student. No. <laughs> it was loads of us. Anyway. Okay. He said, I still, I'm still unsure of what to give you to read, blah, blah, because he had given us Study in Red. Studying study in Scarlet. Oh, yeah. The Sherlock Holmes one. Yeah. I keep saying Study in Red because in Brazil, in Portuguese, that's, that's the translation. And then um, we had read other um, other uh, famous, like classic books. And then he said, I don't know which one to give you. And I said, Shakespeare, why don't we do Mid- Midsummer's Night Dream? And everyone didn't even know what that was. I'd say so that. I was like, okay, they don't seem mad or anything. And he said, okay, yeah. And then after two weeks of people having to read it, because we were going to do an exam a month later, they're like, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> I would say do that. You not think, well. Like, why would you do, why would you want that? I said, because like it and I've read it oh because you've read it already couldn't you ask for some kind of comic book or something no motherfuckers but education okay. for you is. 
Okay, so I just simply arranged for a half day off school to go to see a black and white film, which is the main reason I wanted. I just want to see a black and white film in a big screen. And that was what my class was reacting to me against. Well, they weren't hugely pissed off. But you got this to read an entire Shakespeare play and do an exam on it. I didn't get them to do the exam. That was a lecture. Like, that was a teacher. Yeah, but it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, it was So no matter what you read, this is why I would quite agree with them. Why didn't you get them to read the dandy or something <laughs> like that. But back to Pride and Fraches yes. and Zombies. So, yeah, where we segued off in that was all the different adaptations. I loved that 1940 adaptation, I should say. Now, it's very unfaithful, if you like, to the book. And that's what I like about it. It has the spirit, but a lot of changes. Um, the television version in the 1990s with... Colin Yeah, Colin Firth. Firth. I always get yeah. them confused. Um, I never liked that. Everyone raves about it. And I said, because it's too faithful. It is the book. There's no point in reading the book after seeing that. And I said, no, they should complement each other. The version a few years ago, well, 10 years ago with Keira Knightley, I really liked. I think yes. that's the best one. Yes. But I do have problems with all the versions, but that 1941, because I didn't know that. Well, I've just never seen it. Yeah. Is that every time, because the whole point is that, um, what's her name? Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, is is not she's the second fairest sister yeah but in all of them she's the most beautiful one to me I find she's the most attractive they always get someone that is actually more attractive than the rest Kira Knightley to me she was okay like she wasn't she was definitely more attractive than Jane um, Jane was Rosamund Pike Okay. I, I thought Lily James had a bit more charm. Oh no, this one. Sorry, I'm talking about. Um, oh, sorry, in the Kira Knightley yeah, 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 one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, still. Oh yeah, I would say Kira yeah. Knightley and this one, still Lily James. I think she was just. Yeah, she's I know. Just a little joke, like the way she looks at her. She's so cute. Okay, we'll come back to the <laughs> Lily James fan club that we're both members of. I think at this stage, never realised you were in it, but. Yeah, I would. That's why it'd be interesting then for you to see the 1941 because that isn't the case. The 1941, okay. it's Elizabeth is more spirited, if you like. She's very attractive, Greer Garson. She's a lovely actress and so on. She was a, becoming a big star, but Maureen O'Sullivan was a real beauty of the time. She was Jane in the original Tarzan films, and she was Jane, Jane in that. Um, I can't remember who played Jane in the television version, um, with Colin Firth, and. But Kira Knightley and Rosamund Pike, I think they're, yeah, Kira Knightley is more, certainly if someone was to compare to you, would say anyone, like particularly Mr. Collins and people like that, would automatically go to Kira Knightley because she is the more conventionally pretty beautiful one, whereas Rosamund Pike doesn't have that. But in this one, yes, I would very much agree. Like Lily James is, yeah. it's so ridiculous to look at them saying things like, oh, are you, and when he goes on, he says, are you sure Jane's not available? Yeah. Oh, I take her. Now yeah. that's very funny. Oh, I loved yeah. him. I absolutely. You know, he's Doctor Who. Yeah. Really Sorry. Really. All right. Um. Okay. <laughs> How am I supposed to know what you know and don't know? And he's in the crown. Yes, of course. Which you're watching now. Yeah. Yes. He's Matt Smith is who we're talking about, just yeah. in case anyone's wondering. Um, I really loved him because he had a bit of... Um, now, I say this in the old meaning of the word gayness in him. Oh, okay. He was always very... Dandy. Yeah. Um, a little bit gay in the reason, in the sense now as well, I thought. A bit, Camp. Yeah. But I thought he was uh, so funny. The scene where they all, they're all dancing, he's like... Oh, this is splendid. <laughs> well done, everyone. 
Yeah, the well and done. And was like, please be quiet. He's like, oh, it's marvellous. It's my favourite part of the dance. So the party is picking up. And he's so bad. <laughs> and then he keeps saying, I think a clergyman should get involved with all the recreations of his flock. <laughs> so he bounds around the dance floor. I did. So I, 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 that's what I did really enjoy. I enjoyed the film far more than I expected. Yes. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. the concept in my mind now, I mean, Alice, as we said, had raved about it. I think she had said that it was the best adaptation she'd come across so far. I wouldn't agree, but it's not far off. No, um, I'd say it's one of the best. Like, oh, it's certainly one of the best. it's very entertaining at the same time that it was uh, up to a certain point faithful. To yeah. And not just faithful, it also enhances it. It builds yeah. on, like that whole thing what you're saying about Mr. Collins. Yeah. Because Mr. Collins in the book is a character in a book. This is a character in a film. You have to do something different. So yeah. they have that whole thing of the dancing. And I mean, there's a line in the book where I remember what, where he's proposing to Lizzie. And he says something about how um, oh he's so sorry if his emotions are running away with him. And she can't refuse him because she's so busy trying to suppress laughter at the idea of his emotions running away with him. Mm-hmm. And that's just written like that's right but it's comic in itself but this is they visualize that by having yeah. that dance and yeah. show him doing these ridiculous things and again the whole thing of him saying are you sure jane's not available and all this and i will honor one of your daughters by marrying her and so on yeah. and even then later on when they come upon and um, darcy and elizabeth having had their fight which oh, yes, about the yes. fight was brilliant everything was on the floor and he's but, like, this is an antique yes <laughs> like Missing the point here, basically. This she is, was just had a her physical fight there. And that I loved as well was the fact that, that even I think a lot of the lines in that scene where they have to fight were from the book. Like the original lines yes. of, um, of course, her family were disgraced me. Boom, 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 boom. And yeah. the whole, when, she, when she first reacts to his saying, of course, I stopped Jane from seeing Bingley. I didn't think they were suited. And you expect shocked gasp horror, which is all the most. She, she kicks him in the stomach. Yeah, she just goes, <laughs> So and I love that because I said this is it's not trivializing it. It's just yeah. a variation of yeah. it all. Well, I think I think the story kind of complements the theme and the theme complements the story that kind of way because mm. they had to have that argument anyway, but they can't just yeah. have a plain argument because both of them well, there's a zombie apocalypse thing going on. Yeah. So they're all, they're both fighters and stuff. So I don't know. I just think it kind of has to be a bit more actiony. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, given that yeah, it is about yeah, zombies yeah. and they are fighting, um, that's one thing. It was distracting me a fair bit at times. The whole zombie bit, I was thinking, oh god, I don't. At the start, I was just thinking, oh god, like this is either Pride and Prejudice or it's a zombie film. I don't yeah, want them going back looked, and forth. At the start, kind of, start, it kind of looked like a separate story, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Very much, and it kept going from one to the other and said, yeah, really, just settle on one of them. It felt like mocklet. Yeah. <laughs> like this is just said this stuck we'll stick zombies in to get an audience in but we're really doing Pride and Prejudice yeah. or something like that uh, but the zombie bit then some of it was quite good some of the action scenes and the whole bit at the start where Darcy arrives at the dinner party or the card party and yeah. re- reveals the thing some of it was quite graphic of the horror the violence and yeah. so on and the blood and gore going everywhere and but what I did like about all that, the whole zombie thing was because it was a separate story, especially to the Pride and Prejudice thing, was that it was done. It was a very interesting plot in itself, like the whole idea of these zombies who aren't quite zombies because they're eating pig's brains. Yeah. That Wickham has. Yeah. Anyway. And that whole I won't give away anything, but the whole thing, how Darcy deals with that, I thought was excellent. 
Yes. It's a fascinating yes, thing. Absolutely. And I actually think this Mr. Darcy is one of the best. Yeah. He's really cool. Yeah. But look, he's, he's, he's very, a zombie hunter. He's very attractive. Okay. In a kind of gothic way. I really This like is pole dark all over again. Yeah. Okay. But I did find it really annoying that on the wedding that he was still wearing that stupid leather jacket. <laughs> he's dressed exactly the same throughout yeah. the entire film. Um, well, that leads. Speaking and of Lena Headey. Yes. Well, that no, that disappointed me. Really? No, because I love Lena Headey, and I was going, "Oh, great, she's in this. And she, she's barely in it." Now she's. It was very interesting because of the fact she's playing Lady Catherine, and she's playing her in a completely different yeah. thing that you expect. And oh, yeah, that's one thing. Another thing I loved, I loved um, Mrs. Bennet. The mother, yeah. she was very funny. And I mean, when she meets Lady Catherine the Berg, that's a lovely eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> Is it for functionality or decor? None <laughs> of that functionality. <laughs> Obviously, but and her whole way of behaving yeah. to it was very funny. Um, but what, what were you going to say about Lena Headey? The fact that just I the fact she was her. in yeah, it. Yeah, I, I love Lena Headey. I think she's just unreal as a person mm-hmm. and as an actress. So. Yes. And we just don't yeah. see enough of her. No, we don't. Well, watch Game of Thrones. Well, I don't. As yet. You should. I know. I know. I've just I actually have in. to catch up. Everyone, I, ca- I ca- have to keep um, kind of, what you call? You do. Okay, for the audience <laughs> out there listening, yet again, Marina is visualizing <laughs> what, she wa- what she means. She's swaying from side to side as if she's on a rocking boat. I'm trying. Waving to. her hands in the air. I've not. You were a minute ago. Um. <laughs> I'm uh, having to kind of um, what do you call when you like the matrix oh, so, so, you're, you're yeah. moving away from the microphone probably everyone listening out there is here while you you said earlier on to me you know I can't hear our podcast when I listen through my headphones this is why it's not because this is the first time I'm doing this no you do it every week you just haven't noticed it's just this first time I point anyway it. you're doing it <laughs> sit still what's that thing that the matrix does it's not what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever else. That is not what the Matrix Anyway, does. there's too many spoilers on the internet. I'm kind of trying to oh, stay away, uh, steer away from them. That's not steering away really? anyway. That's, no, that's what no, all no, this no. has been about. <laughs> to try and find a way of describing the word steer. No, no, <laughs> steer not away. steering. We don't steering. <laughs> avoid. Like this. Yeah, <laughs> and it'd still be wrong. Avoid is the word. That's the word. So, you have been doing little Captain Ahab from side to side on your boat, waving the arms up and about to just simply say, avoid. Yes. English is not Marina's first language. No. Is it your second? No, it's not even the second. My second one is Klingon. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Try it in When stuck. Because some of our listeners are, Brazil, are Brazilian. They might know what you're saying if you want to say avoid. And they can I don't think out. even they understand. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm trying to avoid, avoid the spoilers. spoilers of Game of Thrones because I'm still still have to see season six. And everyone's saying, what? You haven't watched it? Because oh season God. seven is in the current one, is, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I need to catch up. See, but I have too, too, too many things to watch. Like Twin Peaks. Like Twin Peaks, The Crown, I started watching. Mm-hmm. And The Handmaid's Tale. Well, you have to, I'll have no, to get I that have for you. But you, have you started, have you, you've got the book, haven't you? Have you the book, yeah, so I that's something that. we should just point out. At some point, we will be talking about The Handmaid's Tale yeah. in all its. But anyway, versions. Pride and Prejudice. And zombies. Yeah. 
back to the we did mention Lily James we just mentioned her in passing what did you think of her in this I loved her yeah. I, I just I just love her I mean, it was just it came on I said oh I mean, first of all I was brightly oh look Lily James in this it's nice and then about halfway through oh my god she's so good yeah she because re- as I said I had just I said it before when we were doing and Baby Driver I'd almost dismissed her slightly because of Downton Abbey like she's I don't I, like her character in Downton Abbey I think that's a lot of it she's just a spoiled silly girl in Downton Abbey and by the time she appeared in Downton Abbey it had gone into a serious decline so yeah, I just the, towards the end of oh the yeah all the stories season, and everything think, was yeah. yeah it was just really yeah, it was the end of the fifth season and the sixth season was just them having to wrap it up I think yeah it was really but, turgid and contrived um, yeah I, I can't remember exactly no I know who she was in Downton Abbey I can't remember seeing her though Mm. Um, but I saw her in Cinderella, the remake. But of you didn't like that. I did. I kind of liked. I liked okay. her in it anyway. Okay. And it, it was entertaining, but it wasn't like amazing. Right. You know, like it wasn't um, Beauty and the Beast, and it wasn't Jungle Book either, because Jungle Book was. Okay, I still have to see. I have to see either version. Yeah. But so there you go. <laughs> right, but so Cinderella, but you you weren't madly impressed with her in Baby Driver. No, I loved no, I her. No, no, it wasn't like. Uh, indifferent but mm. I liked her but I liked Darling more the other woman oh right yeah she was more interesting to me okay well what I like about it is I love her smile yeah. the smile she has is it's a real sort of delighted to see you smile sort of yeah. thing that she does a lot in Baby Driver and she does it in this as well and when she gets it's angry she's really good but no but it's just it lights up her face and then particularly in this because she spends a lot of time being angry yeah. and violent and she does that very well too Yes. So, Mick has now a new obsession. He's had gotten not, rid of his old obsession, though. Why would I? I'm forever loyal to Louise Brooks. Yeah, uh, which reminds he makes me. Makes me dressed like her. Just no, to I come d- onto the podcast. What? He says he won't do the podcast unless I'm dressed like Louise Brooks. Do you mean and I could have done that? I could have been doing that all along. That would freak me out. I'm sorry. Don't pretend. It would freak me out. I'm sorry. There's no pretense about this. How dare you insult that wonderful woman? dead and <laughs> but I've just thought of something there is in the IFI in August they are showing a season of films from the Weimar Republic and you're going to go watch it they're going to show Pandora's Box almost certainly the Louise Brooks film no you are going to go and watch it and we're going to talk about it in the podcast Marina's experience of being kidnapped and whisked into the IFI no I think I'll pass <laughs> oh my god the face I'll make right now everything's <laughs> rattling that. as no you won't pass you'll lose your toe I'll go dressed as Louise Brooks that's fine and everyone then will stare at you okay so Pride and Prejudice and Zombies I'll say to everyone he, he makes me do it he has an obsession if you go and to his room he has a yeah. poster and then they will all say we're at a Louise Brooks film and they'll say, he's quite right. No, they won't. Yes, they will. No, they, you know they won't. Oh, I know all Louise Brooks fans, what they're like. Yeah. This is really going off into a strange <laughs> tangent. So Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, we both really enjoyed. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Um, it's on Netflix, as we said, so we'd recommend taking a look at it. Yeah, it's not what you think, because it's a start as well. I remember being at the cinema in Wexford, going in to watch Heart of the Sea. It's an adaptation of Moby Dick. Oh yeah, and I liked that. No, I liked that, but but I remember being there in the queue, get get me popcorn and me coke. And what you became a pirate in the queue? 
Yeah, because they're not really pirates, are they? More no, really? but they're seafaring uh, yeah. men. <laughs> <laughs> and I only actually now another tangent. Um, I only recently seen it on the TV again on Sky. I noticed that was before my Killian Murphy obsession, and he's in it. So I had to rewind it and watch it from the start. Cause Killian I didn't realize he was in it. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. either because I wasn't obsessed by then. Okay, because it's not that long ago. <laughs> it's about two years ago, I think. I think it's a year ago. Well, maybe, maybe but I mean, um, and it's not of Moby Dick. It's about the story, story that inspired yeah, yeah, Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, there was this huge cardboard cutout thing in of, the cinema. Yeah, of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and I remember just. Oh going, right. I remember just looking at John going, "You don't know what to be doing anymore." He's coming up with these stupid ideas, trying to ruin, okay. offend her. Imagine Jane Austen. Appalled, but you probably would, let's be honest here now. <laughs> I mean, but now I'm like, this is so cool. Why didn't I see it in the cinema? I would have loved it. But yeah, I, I can imagine you seeing it in the cinema, roaring with laughter at it, yeah. And um, because you tend to with zombies, well, Mr. Collins, especially, yeah. I, I just love him. I just thought he was the best ever. All his little comments and sitting down at that table at the end with Lena Headey and saying. Oh, what's what's the name of the other sister that he's met? He, he would end up marrying Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. Lucas. Char- aren't we all just impressed with Charlotte's um, attitude? Do you want to go, dear? <laughs> <laughs> After this little bitching about between um, Lady Catherine, probably. No, yeah, Lady Catherine, Mr. Darcy, and Lily James. Um, oh, and Wickham, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Wickham was doing the whole row yeah. with the Darcy. And <laughs> you just go. I'm just gone. Yeah, George is gone, dear. <laughs> Anyway, he's, he, I think he was my favourite character in it, other than Mr. Darcy. Right. Okay. I would say him and ironically, I'm just thinking of it now, the mother, as I said, I really thought she was mm-hmm. very, very funny because she was one of, previously in a previous um, incarnation, my least favourite character. She was in Bridget Jones films. She's Bridget's friend. Which friend? You know, the annoying friends were always hanging around her and going, oh, oh darling. Yeah, Bridgie. Yeah. Yeah. That was her friend in Bridget Jones. Um, I can't remember her name, but I know the actress. I've seen her in a few other things. But so she's gone from being my least favorite character to one of my favorites in a film. Was she not in Four Weddings and a Funeral? Oh, very probably. Everyone was in that bloody film. Yeah. It wasn't great either. Anyway. Okay, so there we go. Um... Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for the suggestion, Alice. Yes, thank you very um, much. Then yes, I'm <laughs> actually, sincere apologies for yeah, taking so long actually to get around to not it. doing this earlier because I yeah. remember having the book in my hand and just... I wouldn't be into the book. You read it. I think. No, I started it. Because oh. the opening line, it's the opening line of the film, is it true to universally known that a zombie in search of brains is... Like, oh, Jesus. And just put it aside. I don't know. I mean, it might be fun, but I think a lot of the thing is seeing the characters and as you said yeah. Matt Smith and it's the acting yeah it's really yeah. amazing and the action it's a visual it's a visual feast yeah okay so thank you very much for listening again um, and I've been Marina Gorski he's were been you unsure of who, that, who you were there for <laughs> I've been in Marina Gorski yeah because I'm in between Louise Brooks and myself you know just like this Mick can't really know. Okay, from now on, we're just going live on YouTube, on <laughs> Facebook, or whatever it is, to visit, just to see you sway from side to side and what you're wearing.
Which is Louise Brooks costume you bought. There is no such thing as Louise Brooks costume. Yes, there is. There's a little little dress from the 20s that has a little bit of strings on it. That's a costume she wore in a film. So, and the hair. I'm wearing the That's not a costume. Hair is hair. Let's just finish this podcast (laughs) and have this argument afterwards in accents. Okay. Uh, I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan.